South Carolina's Republican primary is three weeks away. Democrats today, Republicans on the 24th. And there's a new poll out this week that found that 54% of them will be evangelical Christians, white evangelical Christians. Now, they were polled specifically. And to be honest, when evangelical Christians are depicted in the media, it's almost assumed that we're talking about white people. But there are black evangelicals and Asian evangelicals, Latinos. In fact, for a new piece out this weekend, just posted on CNN.com, CNN's John Blake found that one in three evangelicals in the U.S. is a person of color. More black Christians identify as evangelical than white Christians. The biggest growth in evangelicals is among Latino Americans. And at college campuses like Princeton and Harvard and Stanford, the majority of evangelical student groups are Asian Americans. John lays it all out to make this point. The constant li linking of whiteness with uh, evangelical Christianity obscures another major story, that there are millions of black, Latino, African, Asian evangelical Christians who are already profoundly changing America. John Blake is with me now. He's the author of More Than I Imagine, What a Black Man Discovered About the White Mother He Never Knew. Also here with us is Reverend John Onwuchekwa. He is uh, no longer identifying with the term evangelical. Good to have both of you with us. Um, John, when I, I heard about this piece that was coming, I knew we had to talk about it, especially uh, when we're in South Carolina, right? right? Plenty of church goes there. The white evangelical scope, far too narrow. Explain why. Well, because if I say the word evangelical Christian, the first image a lot of people get is of a white person. But the face of evangelical Christianity in this country is more likely to be brown or black. And a lot of people don't know that. And part of the fault is people like myself. Because when the media, when we talk about evangelical Christianity, when we talk about white Christian nationalism, when we talk about evangelical Christianity, we keep focusing in on white evangelicals. But there's this whole world of black and brown evangelicals in this country that we miss out. And they're changing the country. And in fact, these people may save the church in the future. Mm. You no longer identify uh, as an evangelical. Why? Yeah. So the purpose of a label is to reduce the time it takes to get to an understanding. Uh, when you have a label like this that has been co-opted, whenever you use it, especially as a black person, yeah. you are insured misunderstanding or if I'm going to try to thwart that, then I've got to spend time saying, oh, well, I'm not this kind. This is what I mean. And so the use of the label is just more, it's more costly than it's yeah, worth. John explained um, our fault in the media of yeah, this yeah. image of the white evangelical. Yeah. Within evangelicalism, is there separation? Do, do white evangelicals see you as something else? Um, sometimes, yeah. and I think since 2020, uh, it's become increasingly more clear. But I do think that as you sit back and talk about the complicated history of both race and Christianity in this country, it's always been the case. Mm. In April of 1845, Frederick Douglass, in the appendix to his narrative, says, listen, the Christianity of this land, the one that'll sell babies to pay for Bibles, he's like, it is far different than the one that I embrace. Mm. May of 1845, a month after he puts that out, 
the Southern Baptist Convention is birthed over the issue of slavery. Mm -hmm. So as far back as then, there's always been a distinction that has to be made. I think right now it's no different. John, what ideologically are the differences between the white evangelicals who we know are a power base for Republicans and evangelicals uh, of color? Theology, they tend to align on some certain areas, like on issues of like abortion or issues of sexuality. But it's when you get to politics that you see the differences. Uh, Non-white evangelicals tend to be a lot more progressive. Like, for example, if you're a black evangelical, uh, you see that fighting race is essential to your faith identity. You right. can't say that of white evangelicals. The implications of that is this, that as more non-white evangelicals increase in the future, and white evangel evangelicals decrease, the politics will change. So when we think about evangelical Christianity in the future, we won't automatically think conservative, we'll think progressive, black and brown. And is that how you say that they may actually save the church? Yeah, because the growth is coming among non-white evangelicals. White evangelicals are declining. They've peaked. So the growth in the church is coming from Korean Americans, uh, Latino Americans. It's coming from all these different people. So if the church is going to survive, it's going to have to find a way to accept these, these non-white evangelicals. Mm. And so what do you do now? I know you've separated yourself from the term, yeah. but how do you, um, I don't want to use the reform because in this context it has a specific meaning, uh, change the concept, change the, the belief about what an evangelical, who an evangelical is. Instead of spending our time giving an apologetic for what it is that we are, which is exhausting in and of itself, we've spent our time mobilizing the resources that we have to do the work that we've called on, on the church to do. Mm -hmm. So that includes starting businesses in uh, socioeconomically deprived communities, right? It includes talking about mental health across the country and the world. It yeah. includes spreading this evangel or this gospel, not just in word, but in words and deed. Reverend, John, I, I learned something today. I appreciate this. There we go. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.